the mamas of all of this. Welcome to season two, episode one of our podcast, Moms of Furries. We did have a series, the first season, it's been some time, right, Joelle? Yeah, it's actually been like two years, and we only did three episodes, but we still hear feedback about it, so we thought, you know, maybe we should really put some time and effort into the podcast. <laughs> right, and it's something people can listen to on the go, not that that many people are going, but doing things around the house, and it's just different. We're not able to get together in person, uh, and so this really works, and I think this is a sign of the times, and... I think that it'll be a great way for us to connect with just more people who can't necessarily sit down and watch a video. Exactly. I'm excited to get back to it. So, how have you been since we have not seen each other for a while? It has been a minute. We've actually been pretty busy here. There was a long time of just nothing going on. We didn't do a lot. We were home and one day sort of just blended into the next and now Things are getting more into a groove. School has started for us, so I have all three of my kids are doing some form of school at home. And we have restarted some doctor's appointments that are in person and just found out today my youngest, who had tubes in his ears for years and we thought that was behind us, he recently said that he couldn't hear out of one of his ears. We got him right into the ENT and she said, yep, he needs just one tube. So he's going to need a tube in his left ear. He, he's 11. And she said sometimes this goes into adulthood for some people. Generally, you grow out of it. But for him, she said, looks like his ears are just a bit stubborn. So obviously, we need him to be able to hear. So coming up soon, he's going to get some tubes. So now we have a flurry of activity. He has to have a COVID test before he has a procedure, which we're kind of dreading and haven't talked too much about um, because it's unpleasant. And right. we have to do the pre-op stuff and get them registered for the hospital. So, you know, it's, it's funny. We have stuff to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. We have one that started school, but senior year. So they're very independent. It's basically the same. We just don't see them and they're on their computer. The other two start next week. So I'm hoping that kind of gets us into a routine because we're still in the phase of things are just kind of blending in one day into the next. I mean, I'm starting to get a little tired of it, just not being able to go and do things without thinking about taking my mask or, you know, is it a safe thing to do? Is it necessary? Blah, blah, blah. Hopefully soon things will get a little bit back to normal. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping, you know, we're going a bit stir crazy here, wanting to go just anywhere, go swimming in a pool. We don't have one. So <laughs> any sort of an activity would be new and exciting. We've planned an overnight for, uh, it's not, I think it's over Labor Day weekend. We're just going to go spend the night in San Francisco for one night and then come back. And it's a big adventure, but it's at least something, you know. Right. And the, the kids are actually pretty excited, even my, my oldest. And it's funny you say that about your senior because my oldest, he does homeschool. But I really, I say this, and it makes me sound like the terrible parent I am. I just sign whatever he tells me. And then when he says he's using the credit card to pay for something, I'm like, okay, let me make a note. Because he's really driving his own education, very similar to your child. I think that, you know, they've just gotten to this age. So he's kind of doing his own thing. Oh, and I like that because it really yeah. is their life. It really has nothing to do with us from this point forward. It's up to them to take control and do whatever they do. We're in a much more supporting role 
than the youngers. I feel like all of ours, though, are sort of getting to that point. They're all growing and becoming more independent, and we're really to the point that we're not driving things as much as checking in. Yes, and I, I like that. Oh, I do too. I, we had enrolled our youngest into a once-a-week league, um, like a competitive league, We've accompanied him to it, but he's in a separate room from us, and there's glass there so that we can observe him. And we see those times when he needs assistance, and it's really hard to watch, but he does self-advocate. We're really proud, but it's that that transition of you know them doing their own thing, and so it, it's pretty cool. I, I'm, I think we're in a good spot. Oh, uh, yeah, I think we are too. It's funny, though, because... With our older teens, you know, they will take charge of their education. They will do these high-level communications, yet they can't order food at a restaurant. <laughs> You're so right. I was getting gas today, and I said we were in a rush. I was going from one doctor's appointment to another. I had to go swap kids. You know, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, I'm getting gas. It would be so great if you would pop in there and get me one of those 99-cent diet sodas. And he said, I'd rather not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, I I terrified mine the other day. Rarely do I get any kids in the car with me. I mean, I may leave the house maybe once a week, but it just so happened I got the, the 17-year-old in the car with me, and we were going down the road, and there was somebody with an Ohio State hoodie on, and, you know, my husband is from Ohio, and, you know, we're Buckeye fans. <laughs> I said, roll down the window and yell, O-H, and... My teen looked at me horrified. I will not talk to a stranger. I will do no such thing. (laughs) I can totally fix that. Roll your window down. (laughs) I'll yell it. Absolutely not. (laughs) I think I won't. (laughs) I was driving mine. One of mine, I think that my, my middle kid, and it's the same thing. Like I, I generally go by myself, but I always say, hey, do you want to ride with me? Mm-hmm. And even when I go to a store, they generally sit in the car, and I go in by myself. But just to get out of the house, just to do anything, I will invite them. Right. Always, I will invite someone to go with me. So mm-hmm. he happened to be in the car, and there was some folks out there just with some signs, exactly just celebrating Pride and LBGTQ, and they had signs, and they were on one of the main streets sharing their message. And so as we drove by, I was honking and waving, and I thought, he's probably horrified. <laughs> Mine would have <laughs> melted into the floorboard at that point. <laughs> and I thought for a minute, I said, ooh, I'm going to go in my head. I said, I'm going to pop into Safeway, and I'm going to get them bottled water and cookies and take it back. And then I thought, that's so weird. <laughs> Just got to what you were doing. Just run your errands. Well, it's Can funny. you imagine if I pulled up? Like, we don't know you. <laughs> no, they probably would have appreciated it. <laughs> if it was, like, individually packed, sealed or whatever. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Like, I don't know you. I'm in a white minivan. Here, take this food. It's okay. <laughs> Furries would have liked it, yes, potentially. Speaking of, I have to get another sticker for my car. Do we still have those on our Etsy? I went through a car wash, and it, I guess, washed it off. It was really powerful car wash. I was impressed with it until I found out my sticker was gone. The same thing happened to me. So I'm not sure about those decals. Oh, I don't know, though. I've had that one for years. Of course, I don't you did. wash my car that often. <laughs> mine mine came off relatively quickly. But it I'll did. Check I'll check in our reserves and see what I've got. I can, I'm sure I can hook you up. That would be super cool. Speaking of furry, oh my gosh, 
So I know you saw it, um, all of you out there listening, a lot of you probably have seen by now the latest big announcement, which was from Anthro Northwest. Like everyone else, they had to cancel. And you know, we support that. Obviously, we support being safe. It's just a bummer. It really is. And I'm really proud of them for making the call. And you know, you and I have been talking about it often, Joelle. You know, we talked about fundraising for our participation because we proudly bring the Young for HL space to Anthro Northwest. We love that particular convention. We love the people that put it on. It's just we feel like it's almost our home con, even though we don't live in Seattle. So we've really been trying to decide, like, do what should we do? Do you think it's going to happen? Should we plan for it to happen? So I'm kind of glad that it's been decided, and I'm relieved yes. because I don't want anyone to be in undue risk, but I'm also sad. Right. Well, and for us, this means... 2020 is a conless year. We've attended no, wait, none. No, no, one. no conventions. We didn't go to FurCon. And it's funny because we thought, well, we will eliminate FurCon this year. We've got so much scheduled. It's just too much. And we, even until the last minute, the weekend before FurCon, we were still torn as to whether or not we should go. We decided not to. We made the decision not to, so. That just means. 2021 is going to be amazing. I hope so. I hope we can all kind of get back together. I'd love to say that we've all been able to interact online because it's accessible and it's there. And we do. But I feel like it's just been a lot less. And I don't know if it's because people are just like mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted or what? What do you think? Well, I feel the same thing you're feeling. And I think part of it is the lack of fur cons. You know, it's a big part of the culture, the things we talk about. And even if you don't go to conventions, you watch what people are doing at conventions. You know, we have always avidly watched what was happening at Anthrocon, even though we weren't there. Um, or FWA. So we avidly participate with what's going on at the conventions. We vicariously have the experience, and it's just not happening. But also, 2020 is the year that keeps giving. So it's like bummer after bummer. And I think that so many people, us included, are like, I don't even know what to post. I don't even know what to say. What next? Right. Another hurricane? Great. Great. You know, it just, it keeps getting worse. It does, and it's just one thing after another. And then we're heading into an election that, regardless of your view politically, is going to be potentially tumultuous. It's going to, Mm -hmm. I mean, either side, regardless of what happens, regardless of your point of view or your political views, it is a big deal right now, and probably more so because of everything that's going on. You know, the country's quite divided, and views are very extreme, it seems, right now. So it's almost like the freaking cherry on top of this poop cake. That was very strongly worded. <laughs> I almost said an actual bad word, but then I thought, you know, not, not Joelle. <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're dead on accurate. I think that it's, everything is so emotional. And you and I had a conversation today. Should we say this thing on Twitter? I don't know. Is it too silly? Is it going to offend people if we're silly? Should we only be talking about the big issues? And is it disrespectful if we don't? And it's trying to find that balance. You don't want to be bummer, man. You know, yes, those things are real. 
But it's nice to and be lighthearted once in a while and kind of just take your yeah. mind off of it. And I think a lot yes. of social media, I mean, it's it's turned very, once again, political and very, like, mm-hmm. activist-driven, which is wonderful. But, you know, it's an escape as well. And when it's not, when you're not getting the escape from it, you know, I think that's hard. I think there is a balance to try to hit. I don't know. I don't know. That's a great point. I think that being in the furry fandom is it's kind of about escapism you're escaping into a whole new world where you can be a free creature and to not be able to go out and do public suiting and have these interactions with people it's it steals that away from you it steals that joy well and you're absolutely right i mean look how often there is a furry convention uh, I mean, basically once a month or more, depending on what size right. you're looking at. And when there's something big happening, you get the constant influx of pictures, commentary, videos, live streams. Like you get all of this contact, whether you're there or not. So you feel more part of it. You feel like your your um, participation in the fandom feels more real and tangible. Yeah. And right now, there's just been nothing so what do you do at this point you know what do you do right and uh, that's a good point for another to to go back to anthro northwest another point about anthro northwest is it's not just about furry i mean i think that it is so amazing that they host thanksgiving dinner and that might be a group or a person's only sort of big family gathering if you are a family lives far away and you're away at school or, or what have you, whatever's going on in your life, that may be your big gathering. And it's sad not to have that. That was beautiful. Not only was the food delicious. But it was just a wonderful gesture. It was so generous. And I loved at the end that uh, Gabriel opened it up and said, just anyone, it doesn't matter if you have a ticket, anybody, come eat, come eat this Right, we have food, food. come eat. Generous, yeah. yes. And so it was a, a great thing just to reinforce being thankful that we have this community so gosh I'm really gonna I'm gonna miss it like crazy yeah me too and you know for us as with a lot of people those points in time are the only time that we get to actually be with some people that have become family to us it's just like Mm -hmm. a family reunion where that's it and you know these are people that we definitely care about and and we're interested in spending time with and you know, we call them our fur kids, most of them. It's just like you're missing out on seeing your family. It's it's a bummer, man. <laughs> it's a bummer. It really is a bummer. And I, I want to check in with people. And it, it's one thing to touch base, which we do right. through social media and other contact. Hey, kiddo, how you doing? And the happy birthdays and what, what's going on and, and just checking in. It's great that we are able to it do is. that. And that makes me happy. But it's just not the same as hey, let's sit down in the lobby or let's uh, grab a drink or grab dinner and we'll or we'll chit-chat and just find out what's going on with or you. Or just have a hug. You know, I, I just feel like we're missing out. And if I feel like we are missing out, I know others feel the same. Now, I do like, right. I like very much so that the conventions have tried to do, you know, online events during their slotted time of the year. I wonder how many people are actually taking advantage of that point oh, of I connection. See. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't even imagine. It's it has to be a logistics nightmare, especially with Anthro Northwest. I know that they were trying to basically wait until the very last moment that they could to make the decision because they really wanted to be able to have the con. 
And and who can blame them because it was such a bright spark and there was such hope. I mean, I was, I was really optimistic. And oh, and it would have been huge just because everybody was yeah. planning to try to make it at least their con of the year, you know. Yes, yes. And I think that that just means when we're all able to travel again, we'll just put that much effort, much more effort into it. It'll be that much sweeter when we're able to get those hugs and see those people. And, you know, I know, I feel very strongly, it will be like no time has passed. One really cool thing will be all of the new suits because people are having time to make and get suits Refine out. Refine them and, and fix up suits that have had one hug too <laughs> yeah. many. One dance comp too many. <laughs> oh my gosh, did you see Kai, that crazy canine? She yeah. got a new suit. Oh, she's so I she's love precious. her. I love her energy. I, I wish I had that. She is just a ball of joy and energy. She's amazing. She's like a little firecracker. I was just going to say that. It's oh, true. that's because she is. Um, she but is. things like that. And, you know, we have within our little families, you know, we have a new partial, which uh, Luca is now part of the family. And my kid is dying to take Luca to a con, you know, that they're studying for their language, uh, sign language, American Sign Language. So they're hoping that they will be able to, at some point in the future, volunteer to sign for um, different parts of conventions. That's kind of a goal that they're setting, that Luca will be a silent suitor that signs. What? That would be great for me because I can brush up on my ASL. I took in college. That was my foreign language. I would love to brush up on that. So maybe I can practice talking to Luca. It'd be really cool. Well, and I've also said, you know, when things are more normal and we're able to get together and record videos and things, maybe we can have someone signing and do like a little corner of the video screen of Luca signing for us. So just some ideas. that. But anyway, so I think at least the time away has been able to give everybody um it's actually forces everybody to get creative and do something different i've got ideas definitely so anyone out there listening how how has this affected you what were your plans for conventions have they changed how has this changed what's going on with your life your travel plans all of that we would love to hear how you're getting through this and i want to say too i don't want to only talk about the negatives because there have been so many I mean, really big negatives. You think about businesses that are that are going out of business that have been in business for many, many years. Those COVID has been really hard on so many people. Right. But with every cloud, I believe there is a silver lining. So what I would love to hear is any unexpected benefits that you have experienced because of COVID. I, speaking for me personally, my husband traveled for work. And now he's home. He's in the office, which isn't always a plus, but <laughs> he's here and he's much more present with the family because COVID has demanded that. I had a kid uh, in middle school that was having some challenges and he's been at home and I've seen so much change in him and now he's doing school from home and it's wonderful. And so there have been a lot of positives that have accidentally come along with it. And I'm sure you've had some, too. You've got big news, Joelle. Oh, I do. I do. My husband, too, you know, he travels before pre-COVID, and at some point in the future, we'll go back to traveling. But um, during this time, exactly the same thing. He's here. He's part of our everyday life. It's been really, really great. That's been a really just huge positive. But 
um, <laughs> since he was home all the time, he had a revelation that he absolutely hated living in Nevada in the dust. He's a tree guy, and the dust was really bothering him, the dryness and everything. So we knew we were moving out of Nevada after the 17-year-old graduated. But we moved up our timeline and started looking, and we now live in eastern Washington. <laughs> so that's been a big deal. Here, We hope to live here just forever, and we're happy here. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's funny. Um, I had somebody say something like, uh, you decorate however you want. It's, it's your house. You're going to be here forever. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We always say that, but give it two years. We'll see where we are. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I kid, I'm so happy for you. Congratulations. Bam. No, really, I, I, I truly am. And I don't think that, you know, moths, we can't record in person every week or every day like we used to. But I don't think that that really changes anything about the mothdom or us, no. anything in our relationship. We've talked about that. So I am genuinely happy for you. And it's funny because I don't plan to stay in Reno either. We've always talked about that. And we'll be old ladies living in an RV together. We, you know, <laughs> yeah. we know what our future holds. We know our plans. We do. <laughs> so I, I'm always, like, there's never a time when I'm not researching houses on Zillow or Realtor.com. It's just a part of my life. And so I found some of these houses. And I can't say forever home without doing the little air finger quotes. <laughs> Well, that's me. That's me. I, the the person said that to me, and I looked at them like, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> forever. <laughs> yeah, home. forever. But ideally, this could be our forever home if we were those people. <laughs> I mean, and it, it, it may very well be. You know, I've found the perfect house that I think will be our forever home. I mean, until it goes pending. And then I will choose <laughs> another home, and I accept that about me. I'm ready to go. My middle son is the one that, that keeps us here, not because he's put his foot down, but because we're just, you know, when he finishes high school, it be a great transition time. He can go away to college. Our oldest will be away at college, and then we can take our youngest and go wherever we want, and it's just seamless. And so we don't want to rip somebody out of being in the middle of high school, same as you. Right. So um, he's not really holding us hostage, but we're trying to do this to give him the best start and all of, all of this. So so we're, we're kind of here but every now and then he'll say like oh gosh that would be great to go live there and I'm like don't toy with my emotions <laughs> <laughs> don't even play now we've been We're not going anywhere yeah, well I will say that our middle schooler to high schooler you know because they had applied to and were accepted at the program that was just such a dream program for them to do once that was unable um, to be done in person they were like, yeah, all right, I'm out. We'll go wherever. <laughs> so, I mean, that was uh, the break. I totally get yours is um, very tied into there and he's the location. Very, he's very socially connected. Right. And he wants to do the football and he knows the people on the teams and so forth. So this is really part of right. who he is. I mean, had this not happened, we would have done the first year at the Dream Program and then made the decision. But... Like I said, just a kind of a positive side note to COVID, everything sort of lined up for us. Well, even more so because, you know, we were so, we were going to have to keep a residence in Nevada for the, the year just for me and the senior. But it just so happens that the guidance from the state is it's fine for us to be out of state this year. It's just that 
those out of state doing things away from Nevada this year, they have to plan to return next year. And that has to be part of it. Well, for us, it doesn't matter because she's they're a senior. I think my oldest is a senior yeah. too. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the plan. I was going to ask because I felt like he was probably going to be a senior. I was looking at um, just some things today online and I saw we have a graduation date. And as soon as it hit me, like I put it on the calendar, I had some tears in my eyes. Like, oh my gosh, like it's for real. Can I go? I think it'll be the only graduation I ever get to go to. Homeschoolers can do graduations, but yes, of course you're welcome. I don't think any of mine, if you have enough tickets. Well, it's going to be online yeah, most likely. I think it is actually scheduled online, so. Oh. But you can come up and we could do it together. <laughs> you're coming up here in a couple months anyway. Yes, so actually that's pretty exciting. As part of Anthro Northwest, and because Joelle has <laughs> left me, that what we were going to do, I just had to throw that in there, um, is we were going to go, I was going to go to Anthro Northwest, and then the rest of my family joined me, and we're going to go spend time with Joelle and family and have like a big, huge, gigantic family Thanksgiving, because there's so many of all of us. <laughs> and it'll be like a mini convention. And since Anthro Northwest isn't happening, then I, you know, it kind of, it, it takes the pressure so that I can just plan this trip with my husband um, to go up there and we'll have great family time and everyone will go all together. So it'll be a lot easier. Uh, so we are really, really looking forward to that. That'll be fantastic. Maybe we'll do a Thanksgiving special uh, video of some sort. Ooh, we should definitely record some stuff. For those of you listening to us <laughs> chit chat today. Uh, what kinds of things would you like us to address? Are there any specific topics or subjects that you would like to hear us speak on or research? We've been playing around with the idea of some interviews, so that's going to be exciting in the future. But, you know, we always welcome mm -hmm, suggestions. Mm -hmm. Always. Yes, and I want to mention people ask us a lot if we have personas and if we'll ever be suitors. So I think that we may do one episode just just talking about that and how we fit into the the fandom with or without suits so i think that we're definitely going to talk about that if there's interest and if you have other ideas or things that you want to know about us or that you want to share with us we would love to hear that we want to hear what's going on with you and COVID, or you and the furry fandom or how you're interacting with your families because that's something that we're so passionate about is having that family support and your family can be blood or not blood. It can be your dearest friends, roommates, wh whatever it is for you that you consider your circle. How are they responding to you being furry? Are they supporting you? What, what's going on with you as far as how you're communicating your participation in the fandom and is that well received? Have you found help with YouTubers? I know we've put out some content. There's lots of content out there on how to share with your family what you're doing. So we would just love to learn from you what's working or maybe what you tried that, that didn't work so we can share that and other people might be able to learn from your experience. Absolutely. And once again, if you have any questions for us, send them on YouTube. You can email us at mofurries at gmail.com or you can DM us on Twitter or Instagram. Reach out and maybe we'll do an episode answering all your questions. Yes, anything where we are an open book. An open book? Um, we? we? We really are just one person. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it for now, right? 
I think so. I have glued some headphones together because I'm pretty cheap and I don't want to replace them. So my kid is going to be really excited when I go deliver these. I've had my decaf coffee for the evening and now is the time when I sit and do nothing. Oh, that sounds fun. Oh, actually, I want to say out there, you know, we all watch whatever we watch on TV and some of us are watching more TV than others nowadays. My favorite kind of junk food on TV is two different things. I love Survivor, which this isn't on right now. And Big Brother, which they are doing. They've had the people in quarantine before they went into the Big Brother house. When they're evicted, they come out with a mask. So it looks to me like they're doing everything right. So I have been enjoying my junk food TV of Big Brother. (laughs) Anybody else watching? Who are you rooting for? Share with me. And maybe we'll talk about it in the future because... I just love it. It's a great escape for me. It's interesting. I don't think I've ever seen it. I've seen, I know what it is, but I've not Suddenly you're really dead watched it. <laughs> we're watching, what is it that we're watching now? Uh, Succession. That is our nightly viewing thing right now. I have not heard of that. I know a lot of people love that Umbrella Academy. Yeah. All right, Joelle. It was really nice hanging with you and talking with our friends, or to our friends. We would like to hear from them, too. All right, guys. Stay safe. Bye. Bye. What have they gotten